I don't know if I told you or not, Kurt, but I think Ferrari is a midfield team. <laughs> is that okay? Have I beaten that horse yet? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Kurt and Dylan, and this is the Belgian GP preview slash prediction pod. But first, slash we did want to touch you. <laughs> there you go. If you if you didn't notice, which I'm sure you did, we did not have an official Hungarian GP prediction pod or review pod. Excuse me. I was out of town. We planned on doing it when I got back and then Dylan was sick. Um, so we decided we'll just do a real quick recap right now. Go over uh, just to touch on some high points in the race. And then we're going to get into the Belgian GP at Spa. One of the, in my opinion, best tracks on the calendar. So I'm I love that this one. track so much. It's so cool. All right, so Hungary, the Hungarian GP, man. What overall? What do you think about this? Honestly, uh, yeah, what do you think about it? I thought it was a great classic Formula One weekend. Nothing too crazy. Um, it definitely, probably, if you're new to Formula One, wasn't something that just like stood out. It was awesome, but I thought it was a great weekend. Good racing, both Alpines DNF. It's always a winning day, and you know. <laughs> I thought That's it's funny. You know that. What, what did you think is the weekend of a whole? The weekend as a whole, it wasn't for me, it wasn't as exciting for me. But I'm kind of glad because since I was traveling, I couldn't put as much you know into the race weekend as I like to. Yeah. Although I, I thought it was funny, I was in France dur during the race, and it was just like I, when I saw what happened with the two Alpines, I'm just like looking around trying to see <laughs> if like. The city was going to shut down or they were going to start rioting or something like that. But I don't think anybody cared. I didn't see not one piece of Alpine kit the entire time in France. Do you think Gasly is regretting moving from AlphaTauri to Alpine at this point? No, no, not, <laughs> not off performance. It's almost like jumping off of one sinking ship to another ship that's sinking just a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> so he has more time. <laughs> Dude, double <laughs> two weekends in a row, double DNF. Oof. That oh, that's not good, man. They are now slid what 40 points behind McLaren, who started finishing every race like at the very bottom of the pack, and yeah, now they've got like no 87 points. points. Alpine's at 47 points. Oh. Yeah. Painful. Painful for Alpine. It, it warms my heart. <laughs> after my trip i have a newfound fondness for the french so <laughs> but um i thought it was a great weekend um you know we had lewis hamilton on pole which holy shiznit dude that was awesome man the craziest thing is that he didn't purple any sector and in the, in the middle sector he wasn't even the in the top three fastest drivers. That's wild. He just put enough of a good uh, lap together to beat Max by 13 thousandths of a second. Jeez. Watching that lap, I had no idea what was going on because the only feed I could get was an Arabic TV station. So I didn't know what they were saying, but I was watching the colors and the times for Lewis. And I was like, there's no way. Like, he, I figured he'd be in like fourth or something. As soon as he came across in first, I lost it. That was so cool. And 
We had two Alfa Romeos in fifth and seventh. We had an Alfa Romeo outqualified Ferrari, both Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> you know, the but. weekend before we were talking about signs going to the knockoff Ferrari team, and at least you're on the real team. Well, uh, the real the real <laughs> team got <laughs> beat by the knockoff on quality day. Oh um, man. Welcome to Mercedes Pain. They've been getting beat all season by the knockoff teams. Yeah, they have, but uh, not any, well, kind of not anymore. Um, yeah. We had Sergio Perez finally get into Q3, if not only in P9. But, hey, know. vamos, Checo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to touch on a couple of things with Checo. So, like, he finally broke his spell of non-Q3 appearances, and he got back on the podium, which, all intents and purposes, is Good job, Checo. But I want to point out, at Hungary last year, Max had an engine problem and was it started the race in P10 and won the race. Checo started in P9, came in, you know, finally made a podium sh- uh, showing, got up to P3, couldn't catch a McLaren in Lance, or Lance. Max wins the race by 35 seconds. So while it's like a good job, Checo, it was like the bare minimum performance to kind of say good job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he, he did enough not to get completely yanked out of the seat yet. But <laughs> but he did not still... solidify his role in that seat in Correct. any way, shape or form. Like you're just squarely showing that you're a number two driver. Yeah, I think that uh, I do think that he's he realizes the threat that is Danny Ricardo now, and it's a lot more real, clear, and present danger, I guess you could say. And so he, we'll see how that continues if he's able to continually up his performance, or if it gets to him like the pressure did earlier in the season. But yeah. I think you know it was it was, these, it was good to see him not you know starting P fifteen or something like that. It was. Good, but definitely not like a stellar performance. Especially like, hey, if you got up to P2, you know, that's what you should be doing. But you couldn't run down Lando Norris. Now, that McLaren is fast. Don't get me wrong. But it is, Max was 35 seconds in front of him. Right. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that's the largest margin of victory for the year, too, wasn't it? For the year, yes. It's the largest margin since 2020 Lewis Hamilton, I believe. Right. And so for Checo not to be able to run down, it it shows that he's in a fast car, but he's still underperforming in that car. Yeah, big time. I I don't think it's the most stellar. So I wanted to point that out. I also wanted to say... uh, Dude, I don't think the McLarens, I, I don't think that fly is hilarious. Sorry, there's a fly flying around here. It's, it's pissing me off. All right, I'll try to focus. <laughs> um, that um, McLaren, I don't think, was a one-off last the weekend before at Austria. I think that that McLaren might be fast. I, I think that McLaren definitely is fast. And the reason I think that is because, again, you had Oscar Piastri performing so you not just lando because we know that can be a fluke if lando's able to get the most out of a car 
but with the the rookie also performing like he is, that's a fast car. That's a and fast car. I, and now, you know, we're seeing it on a couple different tracks. I think that, you know, they, they might be a contender for real now. A lot of, and- I've heard some rumors that they might be able to get up into the P4, maybe P3 in the championship. Um, Man, it's exciting to see. And the Great Britain, you know, Silverstone is such a classic, fast track. Even Lando afterwards said, honestly, their expectations were not to be on the podium this weekend because Hungary has a lot of slow corners that they didn't expect the car to perform so well in. And so it's like, okay, well, we've now had two very different style of tracks and that McLaren performs, Spa's going to be interesting. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this weekend, man. Dude, and I love I'm this excited track for so the McLaren. Much. There's always the- safety cars. There's always havoc. This, this track is just crazy. The amount of elevation change is ridiculous. Oh, like, yes. I can't wait, but we'll get there. Okay. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on was uh, Lando Norris breaking Max's trophy. <laughs> which i did not notice <laughs> during the live broadcast but afterwards it's like all i could like all over social media that is hilarious that's a forty thousand dollar piece of handmade. ceramic they said <laughs> handmade i love how nonchalant they all are about it too it's like could care oh. less yeah i believe that company- said that it's his problem <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, and then they they also showed uh what was it? Yeah, the week before at Silverstone he knocked over the the trophy as well. But that, you know, is like a metal trophy or whatever, so it didn't break. We want to get into the heroes and zeros and then we'll move on to the prediction. Let's do it. Heroes and zeros for Hungary. Would you like to back. start or would you like to me start? You know what? You go ahead and start this one. So heroes, I've got the really obvious one of McLaren. Oh, for uh, sure. I think that that was a pretty straightforward, easy hero. Um, number two, I've got George Russell, actually. I thought George Russell had a, you know, he started, what was the starting grade? He was P- 18th. P6, P18. No, P18. he's 18th. And he worked his way all the way up to sixth place. Yeah. Um, and just had some phenomenal driving. I was really impressed. I mean, that guy's got so much talent. I don't really want to listen to his radio at all. But uh, <laughs> I was really impressed with George Russell. All right. So with George Russell, I always thought he reminded me of Dobby from uh, Harry Potter. But lately, I keep seeing all these memes comparing him to Woody from Toy Story, and I cannot get it out of my. I can't get it out of my head now. <laughs> my favorite thing uh, I saw on Instagram it was George, Lando, and Albon, and they asked what flavor ice cream everyone was. And Albon and Lando, without missing a beat, turned and pointed at George and went vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. He's like, the other flavor is just overwhelmed my t- taste buds. <laughs> um, uh, and the last one I got, we haven't mentioned him yet, Danny Ricardo. Hell yes. Started P13, got crashed in the first lap, dropped down to P18, worked his way back up to P13, outperformed in quality and race day Yuki Tsunoda by a large margin. He did. 
I, I don't know. You know, I think a lot of people probably looking at the results on paper, just the finishing stats, probably like, oh, he didn't do that well. He did a lot for his first time in that car. He had three practice sessions to come out and outperform Yuki, something that Nick DeVries has very seldomly done this entire season. You know, I think it showed that, uh, you know, there's a lot left in, in the old dog, and I can't wait to see what the rest of the season has in store for Mr. Danny Rick. Oh, man, me too. Yuki Sonoda qualified P17 with a 118.9. Danny was P13 with a 118.0. So he qualified almost a full second ahead of Yuki yep. Sonoda, which is impressive. Good for him. Uh, so those are my three heroes. What do you got? So my three heroes, uh, I kind of mimicked you on two of those. George Russell, P18 to P6. I don't know how he didn't get driver of the day. I, I don't know why Checo got it. Um, yeah. But for me, you know, Russell was the driver of the day for sure. Um, Danny Ricardo, of course. And then instead of McLaren, I put Norris, you know, putting it back up in P2, knowing that he had Checo in a Red Bull coming up behind him, still not putting a foot wrong. You know, got to give it to the guy. And so that's my top three. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, zeros. I've got three teams for zeros. Oh, okay. first one. Let's hear it. Is Aston Martin. Ooh. Aston Martin, for starting the season out how they did, for having the amount of wind tunnel time, development, and the amount of money backing that team, for them to be not even a talking point. They're not even best of the rest. They're a solid midfield team. I think it's a real... They came in P9 and P10. Like, for where they were in the beginning of the season, they have been so far outdeveloped that it's not even funny. And I think that's... it. They're not... I'm putting them as a zero because no one's even talking about them anymore. Right. Yeah, and, I... I I wonder how much kind of they overshot the target, you know, at the beginning of the season. And now they're going to be like slowly playing catch up. You know, you it was so much excitement, like you said, at the beginning of the year. But let's not forget, though, that there is a, a five year plan, according to Lawrence Stroll. They were just ahead of that target, you know, coming into the beginning of the year. But, yeah, I would like to see Alonzo getting back up there in the mix again instead of fighting around in the midfield. Yeah. Um, and speaking of midfield, Ferrari, which I have oh. finally demoted to a midfield team. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing it. It's, it's on official. the board. They're a midfield team. Oh, no. That's not going to make the Italians happy at all. Dude, the amount of radio traffic from Signs and Leclerc telling their engineers to go F themselves, basically, for lack of better terms. Um for the bad strategy, for finishing P7 and P8 with a rookie of Oscar Piastri, George Russell from P18 is going to beat you guys. Like, And the funny thing was, is they were in P6 and P7, and George Russell had to get by both of them and did in like two laps. I mean, you're a big guilty now. Dude, I would love to see a reality show just on the... Ferrari team in the inner workings, oh, like a drive to survive Ferrari edition or something like that. There's so nice. much drama going on. Oh my God. It's, yeah. I I hate to see it, but I agree with you, man. They're, oh, it's not good. Ferrari's a midfield guilty. team now. We did it. We'll put it on the board, write it down in ink. And uh, last but not least, 
Alpine. Back-to-back double DNF weekends, man. <laughs> That's Alpine. Oh, my God. I know it wasn't necessarily Alpine's fault what happened to them, but jeez. <laughs> First thing, I, whenever I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, did they hit each other? Like, just <laughs> please, waiting. Please hit each other. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's not good. Not looking good for Alpine. No, not. And neither one of us are big Otmar fans. And so I'm sure they had a great hot yoga therapy session afterwards with Otmar. Um, but I don't know how helpful that was. Like, hey, guys. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay, guys. We'll get by this. You're like, no, no, it's not all right. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. Two weekends in a row and no points. I know it wasn't technically their fault, but you know who doesn't care about it, whose fault it was? The scoreboard. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. All right. All right so mine slightly mimic yours again. So my first zero is I put. I put Charlotte Claire, and I know a lot of it is just bad luck on his part, but I nine come and a half on. second pit stop. Oh, yeah, I know. Like I, I know it's not it's not his fault, but it happened to him, so he's a victim of circumstance. So I put Leclerc's one. Of course, I went with Alpine just like you did, and the third one was Joe Guan Yu who must have learned from Valtteri Bottas in, what was that, 2021 when he took out the field at the beginning? The field. <laughs> He's like, he, he learned very well. He's like, the student has become the master. Yes, I, all I think of... Didn't Bottas get retired from the race? No, he did not. I, that was... Uh, no, he did. Bottas yeah. retired from the race that year. But I, I just imagine, like, this is Danny's first race back. And you're going to hit him. Imagine as soon as he got hit, Danny's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Not like this. Not like oh, this. Man. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Spa. I'm so stoked for, for this weekend. And it's our also the last weekend before, you know, summer break. So it is. I hope it goes out uh, with a, a good bang. And by that, I mean a nice, exciting race. I know Spa's got a history of having some pretty bad crashes and all, but hopefully we'll just get a good, exciting weekend. Yeah. I, I love, like, for Spa, um, I think this track, this is one of the OG tracks, right? First race here in 1950 is one of the very first. Now it's changed a good bit, but it's always been on the calendar. But I love the distance and time of this. It's seven kilometers yep. long. Longest right? track on the, on the calendar. Um, I think the it's like a minute 45 lap time or give or so take, the, you know, the record is a minute 46.2 and that was set by Botas in 2018. Yeah. Um, I just did the math. Seven kilometers is 4.3 miles long. Like it is a long track. It's got a lot of turns. It's got, it, it says it only has 19 turns, but it's kind of like Monaco in the sense where, but there's more turns on that track than 19. There's just not a lot of straight <laughs> You got two really short DN or DRS zones, um, 44 laps. Like a lot can happen in four and a half miles around that track. Yeah, I mean, takes- I'm I'm very excited for the shortness and the the sh- the lack of DRS that's yes. available. That's awesome. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference for Max Verstappen but I do think it will make a difference for a lot of the rest of the field. 
Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah, Max is going to do what Max always does. But everybody else, it's fair game, you know? It is. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. I like this track a ton. And last year was super entertaining. Yeah, last year was a good one. It was, for me, the exciting part, there's a really cool uh, video F1 did on YouTube of Max storming through the field. And so they put up every time he passes somebody, the person they're passing and on the lap, almost like a video game. And to see him go from P14 to P1 in 15 laps was wild. Yeah. And last year to the field. And that wasn't even a super dominant car. I mean, it was a, a good car, but it wasn't like this year's Red Bull where it's just yeah. like a given every race. Yeah. Ferrari was still fighting them at this point in the championship. And yeah. Uh, my, how the turntables have turned. How the turntables. Now, now you're a midfield team. I finally have been waiting <laughs> for like 12 weeks to get to call them that. But now it's official. Midfield. I remember you've texted me multiple times. Like, it's probably a midfield team now. <laughs> it's something every weekend. I'm like, I'm going to demote you guys. You're, or you're going to demote yourselves. But I can't wait till I can definitively say midfield. <laughs> We gotta make you a shirt. Ferrari is now a midfield team. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I'm done said it. I'm not taking it back. Um, not to so back to now I'm off my soapbox. So Belgium also is known for getting a lot of rain. This is this yeah. track is historically getting rained on. Now this this year it is hot. Hot 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 hot. hot. But uh I'm hoping maybe we'll get a little rain too. It'd be entertaining. Dude, I'm looking at the weather right now. As of right now, it's still a couple of days out. Friday is 60% chance of rain. Saturday is 50. Sunday is just cloudy, but we know how quickly that can change. Yeah. So that'd be a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to this weekend. All right. Let's get into these predictions. On pole. Are you, uh, are you going with your gut and or putting putting it out there in the atmosphere <laughs> feeling like it historically have been, or we both I'm, just going with Max. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm going completely with logic. Cause I am sucking. <laughs> I'm so far down in the points right now. I'm going with Max Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> oh man. Even right. though you predicted Lando, which almost happened. And then Lewis Hamilton takes it. I I know, man. I, which I just came. I had no idea that wasn't even a, in the thought process right there. But uh, all right, yeah. So P three, right, so, P three. So I think, I think this car has good speed, and I'm going with Carlos Sainz. Oh, you're picking a I, midfield team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I pointed that out yet. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Carlos Sainz in P3. I, I'll tell you, I had Leclerc wrote down. I just scratched it out because as the words are coming out of my mouth, I was like, no, it's not going to be Leclerc. So Carlos Sainz, P3. See, Leclerc is driving just sad and with no confidence. Carlos is driving angry, which has been He's working pissed. very well for him. Yep. I've got Checo. Checo, okay, well, that's sad for Checo. I mean, Goody's on, po- on the podium, but he should be higher. All right. Should be higher, but I got Checo. All right, so my P2, I'm sticking with my boy Lando, Lando Norris, putting that McLaren in P2. You're saying it's sad for Checo, he should be higher, and then you're not even having him on the podium. Oh, no, no, it's it's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I Checo's story. 
Okay. I was going to say, Checo's 2023 story is not a happy one. No. It's a very sad one. It All right. So you, you went with Lando? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. So P1. Dun, dun, dun. Logan Sargent. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I know. How it's... cool would it be to have the Star Spangled Banner play? <laughs> Dude, I would on the podium. I'd be doing shoeies throughout the house. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yes, maybe one day. All right, so yeah, I got Max. Yeah, I do too. It's yeah, it's there. All right, but wild card though, wild card. I think that this is finally the weekend that we're going to see two Williams in the points. Two I, Williams in the points. Two Williams in the points. This is uh, a fast five. track. It is. It is. Fast track. I got the Williams. I'm pulling for him this weekend. Logan Sargent, baby. Got to get his first points in Formula One this weekend. If if he does it, I will do a shoey and I'll put it on Instagram. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> um, so you're going to sense a theme, I think, maybe. Okay. Uh, my wild card is there will be no Ferraris in the top five. <laughs> because they're a midfield team. <laughs> oh, poor Ferrari. The Going into this race, I didn't plan to hate on Ferrari quite as much, but maybe it was just a little repressed. Oh, man. That's wild. Dude, so during my trip, I also went to Italy, and there was so many Formula One stores, and of course, they were all Ferrari gear. Like, in, there, and they're there'd all be a fully corner. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> there was, and the funny thing is, every time I went into one, everybody in the store was in the back corner that had like the Red Bull and the McLaren gear. <laughs> all the Ferrari stuff was up front. Nobody was there. Oh man, Kurt, it's you know what I just realized. What's that? It's a sprint shootout weekend. <laughs> We're we're terrible. The <laughs> sprint shootout weekend. Oh, this is gonna be difficult to edit. All right, so <laughs> just send it live, bro. They'll respect us more for it. We'll just <laughs> so let's do the predictions for the sprint week or the sprint portion of the weekend. All right, so I'll start off with my poll, which. Max Verstappen. I mean, why do we even yeah. do this? Yeah, yeah same, 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 same. All right, all right, all right. Well, I think this might be a little bit different. Who do you got for P three? George Russell. Oh, okay, Mister uh, uh, Woody himself. Woody himself, Mister Vanilla Ice Cream. It's <laughs> going to. It's uh, going to put it in. There, I think. <laughs> all right, my P three for the sprint. I got Oscar Piastri, man. Man, I seriously I, thought about it with Piastri. I was pretty close. I hoped. I want to see it. I want to see him get up there. It's a short race. You know, he seems to be decent over shorter distances. Um, so I got it. I got him there. All right, P two, Lando. Oh, my P two. I'm going with uh, Mr. Midfield himself, Charles Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that Ferrari's going to survive uh, for P two. I think the Ferrari's going to be fast this weekend. I don't see Leclerc's. I think he's probably going to DNF on Sunday. I think his engine's going to explode. It's about time. <laughs> but uh, on on Saturday, I think he'll do good. It's a fast car. I haven't said that. I just say the team sucks. The team does suck. But now that the guys, the drivers, are taking it into their own hands, 
I think that, you know, it's going to be a little bit better. <laughs> that is the nice thing about a sprint race is the team has less to do with it. The driver just has to do it. Exactly. All right. P1. P1. Yeah, yeah P1 Max. Max. Uh, wild card. Three people will DNF. Oh, yeah. you, you know what? I'm not changing my wild card. <laughs> oh, no. My wild card was we're going to have two DNFs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like price is right. It's like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Uh, all right. I go, you got three DNFs. I got two. We didn't coordinate that whatsoever. <laughs> we couldn't even coordinate this damn podcast if you on it so <laughs> jeez man all right out of practice that's what i put it towards sprint weekend i guess i don't have that much going on this weekend so it's a good weekend to have as a sprint it's a good way to end out right before the the break anyways and it's from uh quali on fridays from 10 to 11 sprint shootouts over at 5 45 a.m sprints over at 10 30 a.m that's easy yeah, easy peasy. Oh, man. Well, that was fun. We shouldn't take a break anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad missing Hungarian. I've got some great notes for the Hungarian. They got the new qualifying with the different tires I wanted to talk about. It was a good weekend. but Well, we that'll give us stuff to talk about during the break. True. So we got... We've got one more race, the Belgian GP. After that, we're taking a break for all of August. So we've got some good content lined up for that. Uh, Plus, Dylan, according to you, it's going to be silly season, so I'm sure we'll have some more content to put out on the fly. Dude, the silly season already started. I don't even know. Now that Danny's there, I, I don't know what else that can happen. But off silly season. If if my Ferrari predictions come true, then it's going to get silly. So we're, we'll get be silly. Yeah, we'll be waiting for that. In the meantime, hopefully Dylan can get his audio, get a new microphone fixed. Yeah. Or get his microphone fixed. Yeah. But all right, cool. If you like that podcast, make sure you guys leave us a rating and a review if you can. And make sure you share this with a friend. And we'll be back in just a few days after this weekend to discuss everything that happened because it's a sprint weekend, as we just found out. So uh, <laughs> we'll be back to discuss all of that on Monday. Man. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this one, Dylan. I don't know if I told you or not, Kurt, but I think Ferrari's a midfield team. <laughs> Is that, have I beaten that horse yet? I think it's starting to sink in, and I, I think I, I think I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, they're on your podiums. Oh man! All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.